Hey, what up? This is Aaron Sands, and this is King Talk. Let's get smarter. Hey, what up? This is Aaron Sands, and right now, you're about to hear a never-released interview with me and Ken the Gentleman. Honestly, I definitely enjoyed doing this interview with him, and I sincerely hope that you do as well. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. The following songs being played on this podcast, we do not own the rights to. Just Blaze. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Uh. Killer. All the girls see them. Look at his kicks. Look at his car. All I say is. Look, mommy, I'm no good. I'm so hood. Clap at your soldiers. Sober. Let me it's over, killer. I'm not your companion or your man standing. Don't hit me when you want to get rammed in. I be scrambling with lots of mobsters. Shot for lobsters, cops and robbers. Listen, every block is blocked. But she like the way I diddy bop. You peep that? Make her on Maury kicks. Plus Chanel ski hat. She want the so I give her the. Now she's screaming out. Yeah, she playing with herself, can't dig it out Lift her up, ma, it's just a fuck, yo Get it out, pick on up They want the boy, Montana With guns, with bandanas Listen to my homeboy, Santana I'm telling ya, put a shell of ya Now we bleeding, get him Call us, he wheezing, he need us He screaming Damn, shut up, he snitching This nigga's bitching, he's twisted if Fed was listening, damn, whoa, whoa, come on. I'm in trouble, need bail money, shit. Where the fuck is my? I got trust for my. That's why I fuck with my. That's my nigga. He gon' come get us. He got love for us. That's my. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When he got caught with the, we went to court for the. Just me and my, and we saying, be on the block with my, with the rocker. When the cops come, squalor. Yeah, this is for the sports cars, Benitas, Jimmy's, PJ's, old school, 18th at the sports bar, 8 or 9 on the, holla at your boy, killer, holla, listen, it's the D.I.P. plus the R.O.C., you'll be D.O.A., your moms will say, shit, stopping them guns, we got a lot of them, matter of fact, guru, start popping them, then slap up this, clap up this, wrap up this, get them gats, Diplomats are them for the girls in the say yeah, yeah. Now when they see Cam in this, they say damn Santana's that, that squeeze hammers Cannons and bandanas, blamers we don't brandish Blam at your man's canvas, then scream with your man's landed And I'm back with my Until that man is vanished I'm wearing the Grand Canyon, these kids are grandstanding Niggas demand ransom over them grand scrambling Van damn him, camo, blam, blam him. Call up this, I'm down south tanning. Mommy, I got the remedy. Tommy's up at the enemy. Homies and body, but now my body is feeling finicky. Killer and Cabo, we chillin' Morocco. For real, we got no chichillas, though we're filled with them hollows, huh? It's the, I said it's the, I'm the.
Hey, what up? It's your boy Aaron Sands, and I know you're enjoying this episode of King Talk right now, but I want to dive in a little bit and talk about the Premier Boys podcast. You got me, Aaron Sands, Ken the Gentleman, the homie Roddy Rod, and Long Live the Chief Mali Mal, all in the building, talking about the hottest entertainment topics, the hottest news topics, and giving our own take on what's going on out here in these streets. It can get raunchy. It could get crazy. You might even be talking about somebody's mama. Who knows? But every Wednesday at midnight, check us out on Apple Good Pods. Don't forget to drop that five-star rating and all wherever else you hear your podcast. Now back to the show, man. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, from Mr. Gentleman, like that podcast, and the Premier Boy podcast, you are now listening to King Talk with Mr. Aaron Sand, the bro. I'm back, everybody. Welcome back. And at this time, on, you know, episode five of the Mr. Gentleman, like that podcast TV, we have our special guest, Y'all already know he is a he is a premium family to the Mr. Jam like the podcast brand already. He is the he do the wrestling prediction with me. He also a host of the Premier Bay podcast. You know him, he's my brother, my business partner. You know a YPG. He got a business called Shop by Sands. And he got a new project he go to uh, talk about today. We got you know we got the bro Mr. Aaron Sands and on the show Mr. Aaron Sands. Welcome to the show, man. You know I'm really late for all this shit, real quick. You know what I'm saying? You know I got I got get I got get out of pre- the pregnant pause real quick. But what's going on with y'all? What's going on, world? You already know yes. this is Aaron Sands out here, Mr. YPG himself, Mr. Aaron Sands. You host one fourth host of the Premier Boy Podcast, wrestling connoisseur, Mr. Still Your Girl. If you let him, <laughs> all that good shit. What's going on, Ken? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how you been, bro? You know, welcome to the show. You know, welcome. We, 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 we all know he, he, he's a pretty much a family, you know, a familiar face to the show. Well, 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 familiar voice to the show. This how we got the face, the face, the map. Yeah, yeah. I usually don't do this face shit. Honestly, I, I no, don't, don't. There's usually like comments. And then, like, if you watch the Premier Boy podcast, which is coming back season two sometime in February. Yes, um, yes. We if you watch about that, that, like, there's times that I will show my face. And there's times where I'm like, nah, fuck out of here. No face, no case, Sam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So when it comes down to that, it's like it depends on what I'm in the mood for at the time we're shooting. Yes, yeah, that's you know facts. So for me, I'm like, all right, today is the virtual thing. We're doing this for YouTube, YouTube TV, you know. So I might as well, you know, pop out real quick, see what's going on. Yeah, so you ain't know, um, let's do this, bro. Um, let, you know, let, let them know that, you know, where, where are you from? Well, originally I'm from Brooklyn, you know, shout out to Fort Greene, you know, be out here all day, every day. Um, Right now I'm residing in Poughkeepsie, you know, trying to stay safe from the virus and everything. And I just like the peace and quiet. You know, I like the noise, me coming from the city, I like the noise, but I just don't like it at my doorstep. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at right now. Shout out to all my Poughkeepsie followers, you already know what it is, you already know the vibes. Um, But yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. Uh, you know, speaking of, you know, the virus, like how had like, how had the pandemic how how had the pandemic been for you? Let, let's let's start with that. Well, if you're talking about the pandemic, um it put me out of out of my main job for about like seven months. You know, it really sat me down and it really 
it changed a, a lot of how I seen certain things, you know what I'm saying? How I seen relationships, how I seen how we get money, how we grind, you know what I'm saying? I always tell people when it came down to the promote, it came down to like promoting, which is what we were doing prior to pandemic. Facts, and that shit facts. was just completely shut out from under us. It was tough. Um, so we had to do certain things to still, you know, keep our name out there and keep things moving. That way, you know, even if we decide to come back or not, we knew that, you know, you, you can't you can't not see us. Facts, you, facts. It's like you can't see us. You know, you sleep right here. You know, literally, we're here now. You know, so that was a big thing. Um terms of relationship wise you know me personally and can you notice know anybody um i'm kind of a wild fucking dude you know, <laughs> you know put it out there you know but the problem with that was it put my it strained my relationship and we could get candid here you know if we yeah. you know can we do that here on this, this yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 different than you know the, um, the regular show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind all right, cool. I almost lost my relationship in the pan in the in the in the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because it was a sense of me having to like you know look at myself and have to sit there and reflect on myself. I was home most of the time. My girl, she was at work. She still works. She was an essential worker. Shout out to all the essential workers. You yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. Agree, agree. I wasn't so essential. You know what I'm saying? So I was at home, and then at the time of me being home, I had to really look at myself and be like, you know. What am I doing? How can I fix this the best way I know how? You know, so between a trip to Jamaica and going to like going through this whole pandemic quarantine vibes, and you can hear a lot about that also on the Premier Voice podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On all our streaming, all streaming platforms, and even now on Audible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just got added. We're gonna talk about the Premier Voice podcast a little later. We're gonna talk about that a little later. Um, it, it led me to believe. It led me to be like, all right, I have to change up certain things of myself if I want like a healthy, successful relationship. Because I feel like that's all. It's what we want. Yes. So you know, I had to do things different. I had to stop, you know, being a flirty guy on the gram. You know, I had to stop being a od flirty friendly guy in the clubs. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, me not being in the clubs in damn near a year helps. That you know, does. but you know. You also have other temptations and stuff that goes on, and you know I had to be better than that, you know. So that the, the pandemic helped with that, you know. So that was a really big step. Um, it sucks that you don't get to see a lot of people that you mm. like to during this pandemic because of you know you had to be six feet away and yeah, you know yeah. everything was different. My birthday celebrations was different this year. <laughs> yeah, you know, was still lit, but it was different. So. A lot of that came from us having to see the situation that's placed at our tables and how we're going to, you know, how we're going to maneuver to make the best of it for us. Yeah, yes, agree. And, you know, as long as everybody's safe, as long as you say, bro, you know, we've, we've been working, we've, we've been doing this pocket thing all through the pandemic. So, yeah, so, you yeah. know. I'm pretty sure once this thing gets better, people start getting, you know, getting their shots and everything like that, getting vaccinated, and there's a better, you know, stretch of time where the fact the virus isn't, you know, holding us back from what we used to do. I think we, yeah, we're still definitely going to be out here. You know, this is just a, a quarantine thing. This is, a, this is a real situation. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. So, you know, how, of course, how long have we known each other? Almost twenty years, right? Give or take, you know. 
Give it three Louise. years. It's been mad 20, long. Uh, you know? Almost yeah. I think next year we'll make twenty years since we met. So speaking Yo, of that's that, facts. This twenty twenty two. Yeah, next like year. Two thousand two and shit. So yeah, that that would seem like twenty years. That's a big fucking step. That yeah, is a big step. Trip. So so if you could remember, how did we met? How did we meet? Let's see if you, uh, if you remember. This is what happens when you smoke way too much weed. <laughs> um, I mean, if you can't remember, I, I can recall what happened. No, no, I, 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 I remember, remember some parts. I remember some parts, though. Like, I, 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 was, I, 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 I got And I met every, each and every one of y'all separately, but then I met the next person due to the first person. Facts. So, <laughs> you know, at the time, and I, I ain't afraid to talk about this because it's part of where I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? Like, um,. I kind of was a little bit of a punk back in high school. You feel me? Like I wasn't really like the the stand up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Type guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I was I was a little, little bit of a pushover. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we're talking about friends, the first person I met out of the trifecta was Germs. <laughs> funny because you know you're saying? not the only one. I, I'm funny. I met Germ first too. That that the funny did that. I can honestly say because you met him first and then I met him first. You know what I'm saying? He was kind of much the pretty much the conduit between all of us meeting because you all met him. Yeah. It plays a pivotal role in that. Um, so I met him in a living environment. And at the time, bringing back to my whole punk situation, people kept throwing paper balls at me. You know what I'm saying? And I got tired, kept, you know, throwing it back at him, right? Germ's seen this, and he'll tell you the story too. He um he started throwing paper balls at me, and he told me he did because he thought it was quote the cool thing to do because he seen everybody else do it. You know, and I was like, "Yo, you ain't shit, my nigga. Fuck out of here." You know what I'm saying? But um, we became cool after that. We talked, chopped it up for a little bit. We worked on a project, um, living environment, chopped it up, and came cool. What I didn't know is he also had government class with me too. Yeah. That's when I met you because we all had government class. Government class together, yeah. You know, I, so that was the thing, and I was like, "All right, this guy is cool." You know, we got to work in groups of four. Lee was there too. Shout out to Lee wherever you at. Oh, in fact, Lee, man. You Lee. know, and we just sat there. We was like, "I right, bet I was going to sit with y'all because I know you from earlier, but you see my eight, and I guess I'll just get to know the rest of y'all, and then we'll see where see where it's hitting for." So yeah, we did, and then we hit lunch because government lunch was after government at the time. And what happened was we all played crazy eights, and you like eating cake, you know? <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm not mad about it. It's just what it's just how it went down, you know. I well, I know three but yeah, people say story. You know, Jern was in my eleven environment class at from the one the second day of school. I met Jern. He with me. He was making really not funny jokes, but I laughed because I laughed just because I didn't know he, I didn't know anything. I laughed. And then me and Jerry became cool after that. But then Jer- they Trevor Jern out. I guess they put him in your class. And mm. then Ali does. And Ali does that Trevor me out of whatever class I was in and put me in the government class. It was crazy how all that came full circle. And then we went to we went to lunch. And then he seen you. And I'm like, you know, you know what? He's like, he just said, um, let's sit right here and talk to him out there. Like, like, cool. And then we just that's how we being friends. And that's crazy how all of that came together, all because of Jerns. You know, that's it's crazy. Cool. So it's like, you know, you're in the lunchroom or whatever, and you're like, all right, it's like in the movies where you don't know where you sit, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to figure out where you can sit in the lunchroom or whatever like that. Like, for me, you know, I was sitting with people that I, that unbeknownst to me or I didn't care to figure out at the time, 
they mm. wasn't really fucking with me so hard. You know what I'm saying? Facts, so facts. I was like, damn, yo. So where am I gonna find? You know, am I supposed to be finding friends in lunchrooms, or should I just be focusing on my school shit and just doing what I gotta do from there? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. Just trash, whatever. So I see y'all guys. Y'all got switched. I guess when y'all switched over y'all programs, I guess y'all had lunch there as well because yeah. I seen y'all at lunch too. So I was like, oh shit. All right, cool. We can go. You know, we do this lunch shit. So, fact, fact. It was and it was crazy how all of it came together. One through germs, and two through the fact that they changed our lunch periods. And shout and, out to what programming that role because y'all didn't know what y'all were setting up. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And not just for us, but for other people. Y'all didn't know y'all was setting up lifetime friendships with people because of just the way shit was situated. You know what I'm yeah, that, yeah, that's the crazy part. But one thing I want to say before we change, but the twenty-ten topic is like when I switched lunch period, y'all had the y'all had the, the most baddest teddies, and oh, and y'all ain't no period like seven period. And I was all the way through high school. Fact. Fifth, like six seven period was like the baddie lunch it, hour. It was. You know? Because you had the baddie, the little baddies in there. Then you even came down. Some of the baddie teachers was pulled up there. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was a lot of shit. So yeah, that's that's where it was. That's where it was at between sixth and seventh period, though. Yeah, shit. Shout out to your business, your business class, man. Shout out to the business side of things, man. But but yeah, but you're right. We we've been friends for almost twenty. Next year would be twenty years, son. That is we crazy. We need to do a trip. Honestly, I agree. I agree. So, me and you, Johnson, me, me and you, Johnson, I agree. Over protocols, we change it up a little bit, make it more a little lax, but we need to do a trip like that. Ass. Yeah, I agree. But you know, but this friendship, you know, through high school, we started doing groups. We 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 started a thing with mixed masters where we sell CDs and taste out our lockers and stuff like that. That was a big thing for me. Um, you gotta give a shot to LimeWire with that too because that's where I actually up from. Bad. You know. Myself, Blackwire, everything, you know. Um, I used to be buying CDs at the swap me over by Albany Avenue before they turned it down and turned into something else. Fact, but, every, um, fri- every Friday, I, son, every Friday, man. I got Spanish class loyally, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what it was. Um, when it came down to it, when that when I was doing that, I was like, all right, maybe I can make some of these shits myself, you know, it wouldn't be that hard. So that's what I did. I started making different types of trips. I made old school um, CDs. I made up-to-date CDs. I made reggae CDs, soca CDs. Basically, anything that could get people dancing and shit. They got, it got to the point where they were asking me for my CD player because they knew what I was listening to. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. And, and you know, me, I was the oddboard out. You know, I was creating cassette tapes. And I, luckily enough, people was buying those too. So, like, okay. So I made a little start on the cassette tapes. I know I try to be the odd man out, but people are still loving it. I mean, yeah, but at that time, we were getting like MP3s. Like, my shit happened. You know what I'm saying? So I had to keep that in mind. You know, at that point, everybody was doing like CD players and stuff. I knew I got into fights just for my CD player because of that shit. Bad it was. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I paid for it. You know? And that was, you know? So that was a big thing for us. That really, um, like I said before, like in high school, everybody want to be known for something. Yeah. If you were the funny dude, the smart dude, the hallway dude, you know, shit like that. You want to be known for something. So I figured that was a way. At that time, I was like, that was a way. 
Yeah, and then and then a year later we thought we created something called Blaze of Blaze of Glory. You know, how was that? How how did we come up with that? How did you came up with that Blaze of Glory, man? Um, shout out to Pharrell and them to come up with the track that did it. You know, right. Blaze of Glory. Neptune present the clone. That was my first CD I brought, by the way, too. I ain't gonna hold you though. That and Quicksilver were names I will never use now. <laughs> nah, me either. But it was like if you it was names that if I put it on a piece of paper, that shit sounded fire. You know what it, I'm saying? It, it, it was hot back then. It was hot back then. Where... And the crazy part about it, and I was telling my girls um, the other night, I was like, yo, you were like called Blaze of Glory back then, right? I was the only <laughs> one who was <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true. The only one who was smoking in the, in the whole group at the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I was That's like, true. I, so for me personally, that hit. So I was like, all right, cool. We're going to go with that. Yeah, let's go with Blaze of Glory. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was great. So that was that was a big thing, you know? And um, that in, in, in itself got us a little bit more known. But I always felt like people, even though no matter what we did or how we did it, because we were just doing it, doing the shit just to be us, you know, just be yeah. ourselves. But people be like, oh, no matter, because it was us, they ain't fuck with it. You got everybody who coming up with weird ass groups just to do it, to be them. And here comes Lil Lil Lust trying to, you know, do something positive with our shit. And because it's us, yep, they ain't fuck with it. It's, it's basically kind of how people feel about AEW. Uh, oh, and speaking of that, um, remember the yearbook competition? We we got robbed. We got robbed in the rebel competition. They was they was they was, they, they was yeah. That's what it was. We won the first couple of rounds. They had to do a recount. Yeah. The re- they see, unlike Trump, we actually win our recounts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what it was, and I I, I loved every minute of it because it was like I bet yeah you could run the shit back two three times, but you can't deny the force that we bring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Holds true till today. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that is. Yeah, and yeah, that was yeah, and that was crazy, yo. Like, yeah, we we won that competition, and and we got and we got screwed, but it is what it is. We do did our thing. We do did our thing. So yeah, at this, yeah. At this point, you're like, you can't give a fuck about what people move. Like, like I said before, like I said a while back, if you would have caught me with this at fifteen, sixteen. I would you would have got me. I'd be like, oh my god, why they don't care? They just don't care. The life. Oh my, don't care. I'm 32 now. You know, fact. A full fuck. What people think. You know what I'm saying? I'm still gonna be the best me that we can be, and in turn, I'm gonna we gonna be the best us as a collective that we can be because it's us, and that's just how we move. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, son, and yeah, and let's talk about how we brought Alvin to um to um Blaze of Glory. All right, so there's a thing with Alvin, right? And I probably never told him this, and I don't know why, but I always felt like he was like a little bro to me. You know what I'm saying? Because he kind of had like the same amb- at the time when I met him, he kind of had like the same ambitions I had for the most part. You know what I'm saying? And he was more of a grind. I would say this though: he was, he was, and I was, for the most part, is more of a grinder than I am. 
You know, mm. I can get comfortable real quick doing some good shit, doing great shit. He'll do great shit, right? And then he'll be like, "How can we do it better?" Mm. Oh, and for me, I feel like we needed somebody like that in our circle anyway. Because I agree, I agree. I agree. You know, that was that was like the one piece that was really, you know, missing. You know, from the whole thing. You know, we was all good as a collective anyway. You know what I'm saying? Going into this, mm-hmm. but with him, it's like it was like just the added. You know, it was an added bonus. The, the, yeah, the miss the missing piece of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah, and that made it more. You know. That made this whole transition more seamless, you know? Yeah. So when it came to that, it started from us doing music with that, him doing music and working with him on music and everything like that. To even yeah. him going in the same business classes that I was in, you know what I'm saying? Doing big things like that. You know, so I really like, you know, I when I looked at him, I was like, I bet, you know, he's doing his thing. But, you know, I felt like he was like a young uh, like a young younger me, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Because he was, you know, the way he was moving, that's what I was doing at that same place. We was on the same path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, yeah, he would keep killing it. But also, you know, as we we added him, think we 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 we, we were doing um, a mixtape for Robeson. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that too much. But no, then no, we no. thought I was on a mixtape for Robeson. I was doing my own. <laughs> Y'all did that shit. I was like, all right, that's cool. Y'all kicked me. I ain't y'all didn't kick me off the mixtape, but you know, management at the time they kicked me off the mixtape. Honestly, yeah. I told a girl to ride, you know, do a split on a dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> basically, telling girls to do what they're basically doing now. You know what I'm saying? Take a split <laughs> on a dick, but apparently you can't put that on the school mixtape. Okay, so. <laughs> you can't. You can't. I got. You. I got you. Yeah, but of course, as time went on, we started evolving, so we changed our whole brand to the Blaze of Click. And, and how I you feel so, about that? How you feel about I, that transition? I was so hype about that transition because I was still smoking at the time, so <laughs> I feel like that just still fits. Hey, <laughs> lit. <laughs> hey, we lit. It's the Blaze of Click. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like still that. Fit. So, um. That put us more. I was like, all right, but we're getting out the whole blaze of glory phase. You know, we a group. You know, more like a clique. Yeah. Oh, so you're talking about blaze of glory. We gonna keep that same. We're still those guys, but it's a different type of vibe. So that yeah. was. Yeah, and so we had, we started adding people. We we added a dude called right name Roddy Rod, aka DJ Retro. He wasn't DJ Retro yet, but right, we added Roddy Rod to the team, and um, That's yeah. The he not, he not my brother, but he did somebody that who who always looked up to me for a very, very long time, son. And kinda of sounds like a brother. I, I guess. Like if I had a brother, like he'll be probably looking up to me. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I got people that is older than me that looks up to me. <laughs> don't know why. I don't understand that either, son. I don't I don't I don't understand that either, son. That's that's just foolishness. It's crazy. <laughs> but, like, hi, right, good luck, cheers. You know, we did it. <laughs> But, but yes, yeah. bro, it's okay because you know, it's your yeah, man. I don't know stuff he's doing now. He 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 used to be hungrier back in the day, but stuff he's doing now, I don't understand it. We're gonna get more to that later, but you told him that too. I heard the podcast. Yeah, I, I, I was there. Yeah, I was I, there. We go. Hey, okay, like that—that's what we doing. Oh, all we, right. We, we, we gonna talk about that. We gonna talk about that. 
when we get to the premium podcast. But um, but yeah, um, and we, th- we thought of Brandon, we thought added more people, but but I and we we started getting, we were hitting the streets, we started hitting the streets and stuff like that. We were killing it, you know. But the one thing that got to me that we were not making music, people were asking, where were the music? Where were the music? And they were, I feel like they were asking you where was the music? Where was the music? They were asking us where was the turn up? You know what I'm saying? When are we turning up? When we hitting forty second? When we having a blaze up night? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I got more of that. So when you told me about, oh, where is the music? I'm like, I don't know, but I know we turning up Saturday. Like, what you trying? <laughs> are we at your house or Germ's house or what? What we doing? You know? Yeah. And you know, and at the time, some people felt some way behind that. They thought that I would be in a, a, a dictator when when I, when the, I was just trying to get to. The, what what the main point of the team in the first place, you know? And I, and I understand. Like, here is the thing: looking at looking back at the situation, right? And that mindset, I could understand why people were saying you were being a dictator, you know, because nobody was hearing the same things you were hearing. You know yeah. what I am saying? Everybody was just hearing about turning up, I, me included. So I am yeah. like, I talking about turning up. We just a turn up squad. You know what I am saying? But nobody was really thinking about the music like that because we were just so busy doing other shit. They, yeah. You know? So on one end, yeah, you might sound like a dictator because, you know, we trying to turn up and you over here talking about music. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it was yeah, me, myself, and Mally Mel, me, 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 me and Roddy and Red Man, we wanted to work on the music. And, and you got the other side, like Jones, Ty. You know, Taheem all them boys, you know what I'm saying? Like, they was, you know, you was trying to turn up. Now, me, I don't mind turning up, but I wanted to do music, too. You know what I'm saying? So, we yeah. could, I, both. We could do, we could hit the studio, you know, knock out a track or two, and then go turn up afterwards. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I, 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 and I didn't mind that. But but the thing about it, all we were doing was turning up. <laughs> At the time, all we were doing was turning up with no music. A lot of turn up playing off. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't do music until 2010. <laughs> anyway, mind you, mind you, 2000, 2007 to 2009 with nothing but turn up. So like, I house because after school and everything, after college or whatever, did my classes or whatever like that. And before I had to go to work with the kids and anything like that. Between that, I do classes, shoot right over to Z's house. We just chilling. Facts. Facts. And so I go to work. Fact and for all that, yo, we should have started being promoted early. I would, of, you know, I, I could agree to that because here it is, like the fact that we were turning up and then we were having people asking when the next time we turning up in the city, next time we throwing a bash or we threw house parties in Roddy's basement. And, and we'll we, get to that. We, we will get to that. You know, yeah. and for all intents and purposes, like we could have built a promotion crowd off that. I agree. Yes, I agree. You know, and that was a big thing. Um, I did. I will say, for at least for my purposes, honestly, I did a lot more turning up between 2007 2010. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that ass. I did a lot more turning up then than I should. I should have been doing. You know. Yeah. Big thing. Yeah, but you know, all turn up wasn't so bad. You know, 2009 we started the bashment. Started the bashment. Which was slowly transitioning from what we were doing, you know. You were slowly getting into the promoter phase with that shit. And what it was, was that it was like, all right, you know, we're going to do the bashment. 
just to throw a party, you know what I'm saying, and see what it's hitting for. Yeah, just because it was, we didn't really think about being promoters yet, but it was just, I just want to throw a party. But the thing was, the turnout was so crazy. Yeah. It, you know, it made it look like, all right, you know, maybe we should. But even then, we didn't really take OD serious like that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it got to the point, like, we were just doing, like, a lot of shit free. Free food, free drinks. Basically, yeah. Um, we had a little bar situation. That shit was killed in, like, an hour. And then back, and then the bad thing about it was we were serving drinks to people who were under 21. Because at the time, everybody was not 21 at the time with the first batch meal. I can't comment on anything like that in an effort <laughs> So I'm not gonna comment on who drank what at at what event. All I know was, um, I was there and I had a good time. But I'm not saying who served who or what. Nor will be responsible of who got drunk or who ran down the block yelling. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna DJ flat this situation. You ain't gonna have me incriminate myself on. <laughs> and then. Locked up for some shit that happened down in 2007. I will not. <laughs> well, t- 2009. See, there you go. Whatever. <laughs> nope. Well, well, we, well, yeah, but we, but yeah, but we had a good time. <laughs> we had a good time. <laughs> I had a good time, though. We had but a good time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Mm-mm, put me in that mix. Yeah, but you know, for the first one, it was, it was, it was. It, it, it was it was successful, but not but it was a big success up to the second one, which was 2010. The second one was like just unorganized chaos. You know what I'm saying? It was. It was shit. We had Crips and Bloods in that shit. Though. I will I say that though. We yeah, had yeah. Crips in that same basement on separate sides of the basement, and I got drinks and shit right. And I'm like, bro, who the fuck authorized a red light and a blue light? And all our people on the back with the green light is to show neutrality. You know what I'm saying? Facts, yo. It was, yeah. <laughs> that was so much weird vibes on that night. Tension with a knife in there. You feel know I me? Mean? Yeah. Everybody, everybody, everybody was getting act like stops that night. It you was know, April. Shit, it man. Was, it was, it was, was wild. We were some wild, crazy kids. Cops called. I go. Um, the crazy part about it was my birthday. Uh, that was, was your birthday, yeah. birthday party and for me we had the cake and everything like that you know and then I forgot the cake I got smacked and I was like fuck I forgot the cake mm-hmm. I had to go to Roddy's house the next day Skit said and I got it and I talked to him for like about 20 minutes like, it was nothing crazy um, and he was like yo we can't throw no more parties in this fucking basement no more yeah 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 it, it was just, it was crazy. Um, it was almost, it was almost with a fight. Yeah. He away for like about a good month, month and a half. You know what I'm saying? But he calmed down. He was cool and everything was all right. Yeah. But part of it, like the, the bashment idea was dead. Yeah. For a good minute. For, you know a, good, for, a, long, for a long while, yeah. But in the midst of all that, we actually started to, um, actually started to promote a little bit. Well, 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 a little before that, we released the Teddy Overload, and then they got played on many stations and stuff like that. About the, about the same year, on the same year, seven and one hundred five. We definitely yeah. got played there. You know, I know that for a fact. Um, that was a big thing, you know, because you know that was our first. That was the track. If we had any track, 
that was the track that we were going to yeah. put out for our that would be our our ace in the verses. Yeah, but our last like seven minutes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Pretty much, yeah. But that would be it. That would be the first first track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was a big thing for us. Yeah. Um, even even to this day, people do talk about that song, son. Yeah, man, it's a big thing. I don't like. It's weird because it's like me personally. I'm like, I, right, I'm. You know, what I'm saying we only be doing like 18 different things now. And you're here still talking about Tempo. Facts, right? <laughs> don't know why, but you, you know, you, that's just what it is, and I appreciate it. You know, it is what it is, but you know. Yeah, I mean, people still appreciate the song. Shockingly enough, before yeah, it's, I guess, yeah, for a time. And how and the thing about it, how it was created was funny though. I just want to bring this short story real quick. How it was created, funny when us three, this is you, me, and Jern was in Ethan Parkway, we just walking, chilling, Jern randomly rapping. Well, you also got to think about it like this though too. Um, that Eastern Parkway situation, you got like the Sundays, you got Eastern Parkway. Yeah. And what it was was that you had a lot of a lot of baddies, a lot of baddies, man. Parkway Sundays, and still, if you throw Eastern Parkway Sundays, you'll still get like the same yield of baddies. But for us at that time, it was just a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot, a lot. So it came down to it. You're, um, I'm looking at the situation. I'm like, yo, this is a Teddyolo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A little, yeah. Um, back then, we called baddies Teddies. I don't know how you flipped it now, but. Fast race. We call them teddies. Oh, yo, all these little bad teddies out here. Teddy overload and shit. It's a fucking teddy overload. It's a lot fact, of them. Fact, facts. It was, was, though. So, Jerry started rapping, and I'm mocking myself. And honestly, the, the chorus came. I was just mocking myself in the way it sounded. I'm like, oh my God, it's Teddy overload. Teddy. <laughs> like, Teddy overload. Teddy. Teddy overload. So, I did that. <laughs> right? <laughs> And Germs was just can rabbit, they use spitting bars until we got to your house. Yeah. Pretty, that's a pretty decent walk for the most part when you're it talking, was. you know, from Eastern Parkway <laughs> to to your crib. You know what I'm saying? So it is a little bit of a walk. So there was a lot of bars spit. It was it was Judge was went in for no reason. He didn't went in. I am beatboxing, my be- my voice was hurting by the time we got back to the to my block. We, yeah, it was, was, yeah. But at the like a night or two later, we were like, "How? Oh, we should, you know, record that. Yeah, we should record that. Record it and then do the tape. You know what I'm saying? Put it on the tape or whatever. Yeah. So we got to um, we actually did just that, but it's actually two different versions of said song. Yeah, it was two versions of Teddy Oblos. You know, so Germs had his version. And everything like that, but there was something that went on, and I might got the story wrong on this one. But um, Alvin and Germs was going through their little tip, you know. They were going oh yeah, back yeah, yeah. They had, a, they had a they had a, they had a secret beef. They had a secret beef, I guess you could say. And for me, I'm like, wait a minute, you know, why are we beefing? Like, what the hell is going on? You know what I'm saying? And um, Germs got upset, and he left. Yeah, you know yeah, he, he he was yeah he was in the studio recording the Teddy Overlook hit verse. I, I guess Alvin was getting on his nerves and out of nowhere he just got pissed off and left the studio. He was like, that's it. I went to go get him or whatever, you know, to see what was going on with him. And then next thing you know, he's like, nah, like, you know, like he wanted to do the early, do the verse or whatever. So I was like, yeah, Alvin took it. Alvin went in the studio. I the journey left. He went in the studio like a savage and <laughs> did that verse. <laughs> took the whole fucking verse. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah. I, and the crazy thing about it was he killed the verse. 
Yeah, he did kill the first man. So that was the one we ran with going forward, and that's the one that everybody now knows and listens to. Yeah, and and you hear me like I said, hear it on Hundred and Seven, hear it on Power One Hundred Five, hear it on college stations. It was a lot. Yeah, we performing a couple of shows, and yeah, even though you know doing that, even though that year we only came up with one song, we we Mr. Sands produced many songs, produced many now, songs, and that was my thing. I feel like we left a lot of that on the table. Yeah, you know, and that was that was like kind of an iffy thing. We left a lot of that stuff on the table, man. What happened with it was was that um I would I could say I did like about fifty to sixty beats or whatever, right? Yeah, he did. And I know we left about forty five of them on the table. Yeah, yeah, we did. And we had a mixtape of just like just my shit, just like my beats, but everybody was on it. Like yeah. we could did that type of time, you know? We could have, yeah. We could have, yo, Cause I, like because I, I want to say like, oh my bad, could you, son? That was a big thing. Um, we could have did that, you know. And my issue with it was the fact that we kind of started going into other ventures. Yeah. And started to slow up on the promote on the, not the promotion, the um the music shit. Yeah. You know, it just kind of left a lot of that there, you know. But the good thing about it was was that um, how I put this? I have so I was still making beats, like even yeah. to today, still making beats. You know, but it's not something that I can. It's not something that is like a, a, um, it's not like a situation where you be like, oh, you make side hustles. Like nowadays, we have we treat our hobbies as side hustles. Fact, so fact. We're more than what than what we are. You know what I'm saying? But there's other things you could do just to enjoy it. You know? Yeah. And that's one of the things I do. I make beats because I just enjoy it. I don't put it out there for public consumption, but. You know, it's just something you know. I keep in my back pocket. You know, something I yeah. do. Yeah, but I just want to say a few things. You know, shout out to JJ Caution for Teddy Overload for making the beat for Teddy Overload. Mm-hmm. That yeah, he's an amazing DJ. He kill it. Major producer, kill it. Also, Mr. Sands, yo, he would. I feel like he would. You, you, I feel like he would be before his time making beats. I remember when he first made his first beat, man. It was dope. But each beat, he just improving. He just improved. Yeah, you ain't know my favorite beat was Sunshine, man. That beat was fire, man. Yeah, I saw the big piece. I was like six minutes long, and I didn't yeah. know why. I was trying to. My idea was this, right? I'll t- I'll give you guys a beat, right? And I can tell you five things that's wrong with it before you even like off first listen. I can tell you five things that's wrong with it, all right? Yeah. And I'll be like, I right, fuck it. We're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna put it together on the next one. So I already knew what I didn't want on the next beat, and I just kind of yeah. put next beat on the next one, even though both of those beats are completely different from each other. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's weird, but um, it's weird for somebody listening on the outside. But for me, it's like all right, we're going to improve on this, even though it's different. I know what I don't want. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. So for me, I'm like, all right, that's how I felt like every beat got progressively better, and I didn't really realize it. Until all after the fact when I stopped doing music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, for, I stopped doing music for like public consumption. You know what I'm saying? So, excuse me. That was one of my big, that was one of my biggest things. Um, if you're talking about Sunshine, at that point of me making beats, I wanted to tell a story without saying a word. Yeah, I, I figured, I figured that. I definitely figured that, yo. And that beat was amazing. That, I, 
like I said, one thing I regret about doing a new, when it comes to the music, it would not put out enough songs, go to the studio and put out enough songs. The crazy shit about it is, I got beats today that, like, with the exception of, like, one or two people, nobody's heard. Oh, wow. Nobody's heard it. I, I, do it, I, I do it for, like, just for me to, you know, to, for me to be like, all right, I'm okay. Especially, like, with this past year, me going through a lot that I went through. I went back to the thing that brought me comfort before, you know? Yeah. And I was doing music, you know? Started making beats again and trying to figure out what I wanted to do with them. Yeah, and you know, funny thing, I do, I do write songs. You know, I, I never stopped writing songs, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, who, who knows what's gonna happen with that? But, um, but you know, but as, you know, as, but as we slight slip away from the news that we started getting to, this is where, you know, Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman and Mr. Aaron Sands were officially born. We, when we started doing the parties and started going to parties and go to the clubs and, and we created Rock PG. Yo, it's crazy because me going to like my first, like, you know, because I went to like, we went to clubs under 21 before. We hit the yeah, yeah. dollar club to bagel, yeah. 25 cent parties and shit like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We had you get drinks for the whole team and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, facts, yeah, because I was the only one 21 at the time. Yeah, so it was like, all right, fuck it. You only get the drinks for everybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's, that, that's what the vibe was. So. When I got to like my first twenty one and over spot, I was like, "Yo, this shit gonna be lit," and it yeah. was because I see everybody getting like the seven day seven night picks, right? Yeah. And I got my first seven day seven night pick at my first event, fact, and fact. I started doing, you know, what I'm saying, met up with shorties and not my first event. Started making out in sections in my first, <laughs> first spot. I was at was like lit as hell. So I kind of like for me, like I kind of started building that situation up for myself. On day one you did. of this whole venture, of this whole venue, you know what I'm saying? You did, you did. and I know for me, for well, that was my first 21 book. Cause I used to go to um events for my sister, my sister when they were promoters at the time, mm-hmm. and and you know I didn't the first event when you went to, I, I fell asleep in the club. <laughs> I seen that it was yeah. a lot. It was like you know you watching the shit, right? Yeah. You watch back. It's like all right, um. I got put it. It's like, wow! Like we really did all this shit. You know what I'm saying? For real, right? Like looking back, yeah, it's yeah. crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we turned up like a lot. Like, we did. Big, so that was a really big thing. Um, and it made us become promoters because it's like, all right, we can enjoy this. We can get back the crowd that we had when we were doing the bachelor. We were just doing back. music, and then do that. You know. Fact. So, so I can tell the story about the promoters situation. We we were probably going for like a very long time, from two thousand and September two thousand and nine, until um two thousand like like I believe two thousand eleven. We were we were probably going. So so we met this one promoter day um NYC Compton. He hit me up. He said he, he know that we we would go to the spots a lot, going to you know go to the spots supporting them. Once they hit me, he hit me up. He said, Yo, Ken. I think I think it's I think I wanna I wanna give you an opportunity to be a promoter. I like I cool. I don't mind being a promoter as long as I bring my, my brother with me. That way I brought Mr. Sands with me. And I can't do this by myself, so that, that as long as I bring Mr. Sands with me to be a promoter as with me. Mm-hmm. And, and thing, like I appreciated that part because I was like, all right, cool. You know, we could actually make something out of this, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. 
one of the big things that we were doing. We were trying to sit there and play off the play off the mindset of actually, you know, being promoters and stuff coming from me doing music, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that, like, that was a stage that we were trying to get into. I was like, all right, bet we can still make this into something, you know? Yeah. And I, and it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy because, you know, nightlife is completely different, you know? But, but we, were, we were young boys. We were young boys. We were, we were young boys in the, in the nightlife promoter game, son. Not that young, but... Not that young, but young as an in, in experience and young as, you know, just... I'm yeah, upset with it. We, we I'm really, upset. Yeah, it was really green that you know what I'm saying. Like we were trying to turn up because even though yeah we were promoters, we were still just trying to turn up. We turn up, yeah. We didn't understand the science of this shit until way later. Way later, too. Yeah, until way later. Yeah, we were turn up boy. We were, we were turn up boy. We too had that turn up mentality from Blaze Up Click. Yeah, into the into the promoters into the promoters like that and and. It started. It started. It started rubbing a lot of people the wrong way, because the way we, because the way we were handling ourselves, we were handling ourselves as businessmen. We were handling ourselves as turn up boys. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like, you can't go into a venue, right, and start picking up bitches, right? Facts. And that you're still going to do business. You can't. First of all, you can't show up to the spot smacked, right? Yeah, yeah. That's true. And then catch a two for one by by twelve o'clock. Pick up a shorty at two o'clock. Like literally, pick her up and put her on your shoulders at two o'clock. You know what I'm saying? And then break a table. Break, break a table at thirty, and then expect to do business and handle payouts at three thirty, three forty-five. Yeah. After and all of how she just did. Yeah, and we did a lot of that. We did a lot of that. We did. A, we did a lot more turn up and, and less business at that time. Yeah, especially during I would say for the most part, and I can be honest with this, the whole time we was under comp doing these Yeah, events. yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's definitely true. The, we went, we went. <laughs> and the weird part the weird part about it was if we wasn't successful in doing all this turn up, that would be one thing. Yeah. But we was turning up and doing all this crazy shit and then still being consistently successful. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like as many times they wanted to get rid of us, they're like, "Oh, we can't get rid of them." They too, they killing it right now. Even though they, you know, yeah, they killing it. Yeah, <laughs> they hated that because it's like it, it would have gave them the satisfaction to get get them get rid of us. But right. then kept running up the score on them. We kept getting up tables. I can tell you a funny story real quick. So I got you here. A birthday yeah, party yeah. was <laughs> fucking lit to the point where. I had about like 30, 35 people. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that day. You know what I'm saying? Now, what it was and what I didn't really realize that that was kind of like a, for them, right? All but if without the whole situation. Yeah. It was, it would have been a slow night. Yeah. But I had a gang of people coming through for the birthday. And at the same time, I booked this while I was smacked. I booked the party bus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to put all this shit together. And still look regal as fuck for my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like we you say what you want. I could like I could say this with confidence. I could throw up in a section, in my own section, fuck the whole party up, leave out of there, and then still get paid the next week. Force that party and still get a bottle for that that week. Because even though we were doing wild annoying shit, we were still putting up numbers. 
Yeah, remember my birthday too. I was smack for them the whole night. Through brown people, brown mad people, they had birthdays as well. And yeah, that was we we killed it. <laughs> we killed it in those days, man. Still kill, and that's the thing. Like, I, that's why I felt like. Granted, I felt like at that point, right? We was getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, we was, man. We was. Yeah, turning up, but yeah, we was also getting money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when shit went left, and when Octagon closed, Dude. and that's when they were like, "All right, well, fuck it, we gonna do something different." Y'all gonna go my way. Y'all gonna go do something. Y'all gotta go do something different. Yeah, yeah. Cause we, cause we not take, cause we not take. This was their chance to look like yo, you know. This was their chance to say, yo, we not taking them with us to where we're we going. Nah, like oh, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can, I can, I, I can honestly say this is if I could, I was open for maybe like a year or two, just one more year or two, we still would have been on the billing. Ain't no fucking yeah, yeah. way. I agree. I agree. I think. Either, I think either way. I think either way. We would. They were going to get rid of us either way. Yeah. It was one one thing. And it was one thing or another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That we would have did or what have you. You know, one way or another, it would have went left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you know, around that time we shopped for new spots. Um, we was we were at seven sixty for like three weeks until we figure out <laughs> until we figure out that plan. Yeah, because I was like, here's the thing with seven sixty, and I tell. I told you about this, Ken. I felt like you know, at first, like looking back, hindsight, twenty twenty, most of our, most of the Akagan crowd was there. We could have caught off the seven sixty crowd way more than we would have capitalized off the Taj crowd. Yeah, but at the same time, we're getting older. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, trying to steer away from the turn up guys and yeah. being fucking promoters. Yeah. You know? So that was a really big thing for us. You was like, I bet you wanna do you wanna grow up and get this real money? Facts. Or do you wanna still be the turn up guys? You know? And, and that's crossroads for us. Yeah, and 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 to be honest, a lot of people did not like our decision at all. A lot of people did not like our decision to this we, day. To this day, even to this day. Well they they like it now because the fact that you know thing closed and it meant us doing our spots, but but um, yeah, a lot of people didn't like our decision that we we chose to go to a different route when we when we went to do Taj, and that and, and that was the thing. Not to cut you off, but that was like the, that was the thing because it, it took away from what we were known to do, which we were known to be the turn up guys. Yeah, you know, yep. that's the thing with people. You know, they get used to seeing one side of you that that that's all that they're used to because you know what I'm saying. That's all you shown them. So now. Yeah. You put this new persona on them. They're like, "What the fuck is this? This is not turn up, Ken. This yeah. ain't your girl Sands. This is some other shit. I'm not used to that. Oh word, they don't play reggae like that in this spot. Oh hell no, I'm out. You know? Yeah, yeah. We looked, we looked a lot of crowds. We when we um went to Taj. Lost a lot of crowd. We went to Taj. Now this next shout out goes to everybody that still rode with us from Octagon to Taj. Yeah, I was going and Rebel. <laughs> I was going and Rebel to Taj. Yeah, like I, I gave a shout out to them because they was with us through both phases. Yeah, we was turning up in Octagon. Yeah, we was turning up in Rebel. But at the same time, when we got to Taj, it was more business because it was less us being under another promoter to figure it yeah. out. Yeah, and of us representing us, and then exactly, we got to look at it like this: 
we gotta look at it like all right granted we was like that under one brand but now we're trying to build our brand our brand our brand to you know do we, do we really want our brand to be represented like that that exactly and one thing that i do have a big content for with is letting us go because it taught us it taught us to like what to, what to really do it taught yeah. us to where we are the guy that we are now and yeah always thinking for always thinking for that you know yeah it was, it was a move made out of it was i wouldn't say it was made out of like tough love but it was like a, a tough lesson you know what i'm saying yeah exactly i was thinking that too i, I didn't take that at, at first i took it as a loss like, oh shit we lost it's fucked up yeah 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 I look at that shit as a lesson because I'm like, I bet if we stayed underneath that situation, would we still be this up, guys? Exactly, exactly. I think honestly, we stayed. I don't think we would have grown. I don't think we would have grown. We would have been seeing turn up. If we still would have been those guys, we still would have been giving people exactly what we wanted, exactly what they would have thought of us because that's yeah. what we. Get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to give them something different for them to be like, all right, yeah that time was cool but we doing this now you know exactly, what i'm saying exactly yeah so that's what it was yeah and you know and i happy and you know even though you know time's not perfect we, we made some mistakes at times too and some and some of their stuff that happened at time they made some mistakes as well with you know that a lot of people in our crowd didn't like but here's here's my thing right yeah i feel like they were on both ends yeah they made some moves that was we both made some moves that was kind of fucked up yeah i agree yeah right? true now granted but pre-pandemic we was in good graces with them yeah 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 we was yeah we was yeah and so who's to say you know when this whole situation pandemic situation over and things are opening back up to an extent we can't go we could go back and be like yo yeah 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 oh we said ypg's retired but you know we could do it you know what I'm saying we can move like that but now we have the knowledge of us building our own shit number yeah. one number yeah. two learning from how the pandemic was and learning how we grew from said pandemic to be the guys that we are now we could move these chains differently now than we would have then when then our last event we was at there facts 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 so i, I, I think it's a dope blessing i agree but, but then also later we did we started doing um um studio twenty one. <laughs> it's crazy because because the goals for that was it was it was crazy because Friday studio twenty one for those who's like outside of New York community that's listening to this studio twenty one and Taj are literally on the same the same block. Facts, yo, cross street from each other. Yeah, it was just a little bit close, a little bit further, a little like twenty paces up that way, but they were literally on the same block. You know. Yeah. So we had people on a Friday night end up going to Taj because they thought we were doing Taj on Friday. Taj on Friday nights, yeah. So we were like, ah, come across the street. We're doing Studio Twenty One tonight. Tomorrow we at Taj though. Taj, yeah, but you know a lot of our crowd did not like Taj on Saturday because that's that's upscale. That's upscale night. Apparently. Yeah, and I feel like with with the whole Taj on Friday with Taj so on Saturdays, that in a sense when we first got there it put us out of our element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were used to being like the more ratchet, you know, hood type vibes. You know what I'm saying? So when we yeah. got guys or whatever, it flipped the whole ideology of YPG in itself on his head. Yeah, turn up guys. 
you can't do half the shit that you used to do at, <laughs> at, at all. At all, at, yo. I've tried. <laughs> I, I tried too. They will not let you do it. They yeah. I the almost put her on my shoulders. I had this seven foot three dude come to me, tell me, <laughs> oh, put her down or get out. I'm like, wait a damn minute. One one of her legs is on my shoulder. If you could get me, if I could get this other leg up, I'll I'll put her down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they were like, no, put her down or get out. And I'm yeah, like, shout out, oh, yeah, shout out, shout out to him by the way. Shout out to him by the way. You he know, <laughs> he, 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 know who he is. <laughs> cool dude, man. Let me put that other leg on my shoulder. Stop playing games. You know, put it through the table real quick. You know, study. <laughs> you know, next way, you know, I try to do those things. I can't do it. You know, yeah. so I had to be like, you know, we had to do something different. We had to come up a little different, you know. And I like the fact that we had shout out to the homie, um, homie James Ray's old school eighty seven on IG and man's ass down on IG as fact, well. Andre, to- Andre, yeah, fact man. We had to do things different, so we wasn't the pick you chick up and put it on the shoulders act. We was to buy five hookahs and put it on one side of the bar act. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, according, the corner, the corner boy, the corner boy. <laughs> we would, yeah, we hit uh, the bar. Come in, hit the bar. You get a hookah on a walk-in. Facts. And then James come in. He'll get a hookah on a walk-in. Okay. I in, and it was three hookahs on the table. Yeah. Look that princess. Shout out the princess too. Shout out the princess. Yeah. yeah. Shout out the princess. Um, I'll favorite the bar to the man. Yeah. She knew what I was gonna order before I even like. I just looked at. I was like, facts, yo. And she's like, not you too. No. Back no. Here. No, Ron, No. And I was like, another one. In fact, you need to kill it, man. That's kill it, man. Five hookahs on, on the bar. And God forbid, oh, let's get a table. You know, no, no, let's get a bottle and shit. Facts. And then yeah, you waiting when with that happened, that when the ladies start coming in. Ladies start love lay love when we when, when we when we used to be in that corner, son. Yeah, that oh, was it. Man. They're like, oh my god, what hook you got? I'm oh like, my god, what hook you got? <laughs> we put all of it in there. Like, yeah, I didn't put all of it in there. We put all of it in all there. All of it in there. And they <laughs> had them lit. And that's, that, that was the vibe. That's what it was. You know? It was, and man. It was, it was a good thing because here it is. We looking at it, right? And it's like, looking back at it, you know, we had, like I said before, we had to change the narrative. You yeah. Know? So yeah, we was a turn up boys getting smacked in people's VIP sections and all that. But at this point, we had a little bit more class here. Yeah, we're gonna buy out the fucking section of the bar. We're yeah. gonna get a section just for ourselves, not because it's a birthday, just because it's showing us who YPG is. You know, that's yeah. what it was. You know what I'm saying? Um, after a certain point, however, that it like. It, we got to the point where it was like, all right, you could take the turn up out. You you can't you could take the boys out the turn up, but you can't take the turn up out the boys. In fact, yeah, because and you brought this to my attention, um, like last week, and I kind of agreed in some aspects. You was a hoe in Taj. Yeah, yeah, shockingly enough, I was a good thing. Good thing I've been single almost through the whole time I've been in um in the promoter game, except for one year. But we ain't gonna talk about that relationship. But yeah. I ain't gonna hold you like all right all right and i want to preface this by saying this now because <laughs> like i was promoting at Taj and katra and stuff 
while I was in my current relationship. Yeah, 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 you was. You know, but which was one thing. But during like my past relationships, you know, I wasn't a thought in in Taj so much because I knew that's where the money was, and I knew I had yeah, to yeah. So I, I couldn't do that there. But Katra <laughs> was another fucking story on the walk-in. Yeah, Katra was yeah, on, you yeah, on, yeah. I, on the walk-in. I'm like, bro, I didn't even say what up to my bro yet. You know what I'm saying? Funny story. I'm a Katra, right? I pulled up the Katra kind of late as shit, because I used to live like 10 minutes away. You know what I'm saying? And I pull up. I see Ken, I was like, yo, shit, they go, Ken, what up? And um, before I get to him, like three full eights on my body. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what, I, what I got on tonight? You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but it's late. So we sitting there chilling or whatever. I'm like, yo, Ken, what's good? Look who I got. I got me some ladies. It was late. I didn't realize, right? And I can talk about this now because the statute of limitations up. We ain't together no more. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> girl at the time was pulling up to the spot I was like <laughs> now I gotta look wild I gotta look wild and available and shit in a short amount of time you know so I'm like alright yo I got Ken you're here okay good Raymond's on the way but he'll probably get here before her he has to, he has to take two of these girls or I'm fucked you know what I'm saying so he came through took two of them girls you took two of the other girls. I was in the bar chilling. Shorty comes through. Everything is everything's all peach and keen. But that kind of tells you, you know, how big of a hole this was. I was back then. And on he top was, of that, yeah. I always made the smooth ghost exit. I was like, all right, we here. We turn up in the club, 2.33 o'clock. We turn up in the club, 2.33 o'clock. 20 minutes later, I'm ghost. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can't hit me yet. Yeah. And then, oh, yo, where you at? I'm like, bro, I'm in my bed. All right. <laughs> Home. I am in my bed. I'll see you tomorrow, though. But I had to get out of there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that was the thing, you know? That was the thing. And um, for me, and I could get into this now because, you know, we you know, we haven't been in the clubs a lot. A lot of times, me personally, I'm, and I can say this now, I'm in a mindset, right? Yeah. Where I go to a venue, right? And I could turn up in a venue. And I could be like, oh, it's 1 o'clock, 1.30. That's true. <laughs> it's three o'clock, three thirty, and I'd be like, I had enough. I'm out. Especially if we had no birthdays. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. Like we ain't got no birthdays tonight. Yeah, either either no birthday, either no birthday, no payout, and or no no girl I'm dancing with. I'm out. And yeah, that bitch. And I'm, I will call yeah. me an Uber with the quickness. Yeah, and don't let it be a summer night either, because that means I ain't gotta go to cold check. I would have seen the back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Catch the Uber at the corner. I'll be at Grand Central in 20 minutes. I won't get the where you at text until like 3.34. By yeah. then, I am in Poughkeepsie and get another Uber. Yeah, yeah. Pull up the crib. And I'm like, bro, I'm tired. I'm going in my house. And I'm going to chill. Yeah. You know? You to turn up in the crib. It'll be a light little turn up. You know what I'm saying? A little shot, a little nightcap. Watch some cheaters. You know what I'm saying? Mm with the bay and that would be it you know what i'm saying so for me right before the whole quarantine shit panned off i was on the mindset of like i bet you know i wanted to do something different you know but i still want to promote 
you know, but not as a in a big sense, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, for me, after the pandemic as well, I kind of slowed up as well. You know, you ain't know what's what happened with me during the pandemic. Yeah. So, you know, and as, and that's the thing. Like we we all have our personal shits, right? Where we're like, all right, you know, what I'm saying like this would be the thing that would slow us down. We spoke about it, but we never felt like it would come to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. At the time we spoke about it, you know what I'm saying? But um, it gets you know what? This might be the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now if we would I would I mind coming back after the pandemic open after the pandemic opens up back everything open back up? Yeah, I would. I, I I would do a couple of events to see where see what I feel about it. You know, see where it is. I don't want to say that YPG is dead and buried, but you know, because nah. it's never. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, but, it's only it's only buried when we say it's buried. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think it's done yet. You know, I'm just not doing these secret, you know, these secret secret clubs nah. because one is illegal as fuck right now. Cowboy promos going back and forth trying to catch y'all, and I'm nah. not going not going to put myself or the good name of YPG in the mix of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, I I, I want us to do this. If we're gonna come back, we're gonna come back. We're gonna come back the right way. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, we're gonna come back. Gonna be just as big as we was before we left. You know, I agree. I agree. And Mona's watching this shit right now. Just because we not out here, we not in Atlanta trying to catch COVID. You know what I'm saying? We not in Miami trying to catch COVID. You know, or we not in these fucking backwater parties in Brooklyn. We did those in 2008. It was called the Bashment. You're welcome. You know what I'm saying? Expect. Just because we ain't doing that doesn't mean we dead. We ain't retired. We just sitting idly by waiting for that time when shit open back up. So will we. So I mean, for me, I know I mentioned on Premier Boy Pocket, but we're gonna get to that in a few. Um, that I retired from the promoted game. And um I'm gonna say this now. I'm I'm not. I am through here. And I'm not sure if I go do full time like I did, but like I did back in the day, like I did before the pandemic. But I'm through here. I'm through here. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't left yet. I ain't left yet. Because here's the thing, you know, what I'm saying like this is what I talk about with growth. Like, you know, there's certain situations that's gonna end up helping you grow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's certain um, like with the whole like with my whole like the relationship now I'm in you know it's like a big thing there's certain big moves that I'm making you know so for me I could sit there and do this shit every week you know but I want to come home to my shorty and chill on weekends you know what I'm saying like I want to do that you know what I'm saying but at the same time I do want to go out and get this bread because we were getting bread before nice. the you know what I'm saying yeah we, we, we was we were getting good bread too so that's good my, money. that was my thing is that was that was my thing so either or you know i'll go back you know i don't mind going back but i still you know what i'm saying i still got to keep in mind of the people that i care about and the stuff i want to build yeah i agree so i agree and when that time is right when that time is time to come back we, we be back but i want to touch on a little bit something you, you do you do got your own little business you know talk about shop by sands all right, so I know we discussed this on like one of the first episodes of the um, Mr. Gentleman podcast. But Shot by Sands is basically my event um, photography situation, where I would go to different events. I would, I could shoot your events, I could shoot your birthday, your wedding, your kid's birthday, you know, your um, shoot funerals. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. I do all of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I, it started off with me just taking good pictures for our friends on their phones, you know, and that was a that was a kind of a big thing for me. Um, so I wanted to figure out how can I get into the situation where I'm not just promoting, but I'm also doing, you know, I'm also doing, you know, photography in the clubs. Shout out to the homie Rich God that helped that helped me put that helped put me on a few events at the time, you know, before like pre pandemic. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Rich. Yeah, shout out to Rich, man. Shout out to Rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely got to follow him for his content. Shit is fire. It is, um, yeah. So basically, with that, I um, I would shoot. You know, I used to shoot the after work spots at Jimmy's, things like that. You know, and I would shoot that. It was one. It was a dope party. Mm. And fun fact, we could have got that spot at Jimmy's. Yeah, after work situation. You know, and I would have led right into a catra. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true, yeah, true, yeah. So you, you could have, we could have. I feel like with the promoter shit, that's why I didn't. I don't want to retire because there's a lot of stuff that we left on the table, and I don't want it to be like blaze up quick where we leave a lot of stuff on the table. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I feel like if we do come back, let's not leave this stuff on the table. Let's you know see what we can make out of it. And if we can't make nothing out of it, then that's. I'm, I'm fine with it because we did a lot yeah. already. Yeah, you know what I'm we did. Yeah, we better next year. We just made nine years in um December, New Year, New Year's Eve. So yeah, we we did a lot. We did a lot. But well, one thing I do want to do, I want to, I want to, I want to have our um, the premiere fair event that we've been got, playing for years. And then on top of that, I don't mind shooting that either. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. So that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? I do a lot of um, photography and stuff like that. That's one of my main um, situations, and I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? I also do like regular, like regular photo shoots. You know, with certain people. I did a photo shoot with you again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I definitely need. I definitely need another one, son. Well, yeah. Listen, come through. You know, I already got a couple events lined up coming into the February months. You know, so that's going to be a good look. We can definitely set that up. Um, right, but nice. um, for those who are interested in like for in doing for me to do like their photography work. You can reach me at Shot by Sands on IG. That's S H O T B Y S A N D S. You know, we could definitely get to working together. You know, right. and now let's talk about let's talk about the show that we got, the Premier Boy Podcast. Oh man! Hey, you, also, also on your episode when he was on my show, we we we, we announced the Premier Boy Podcast back in mm-hmm. March of, March of twenty nineteen. Premier Boy Podcast was released on September of twenty nineteen. Let's talk about how that, how that got started. Let's talk about how that got started, man. All right. So, originally, we started off with your podcast. Yeah. Right. And with that, I was like, all right, you know, this sounds like a pretty dope situation. You know what I'm saying? For me, I'm like, all right, um, we could do the premiere, boys. Um, we thought about getting like a situation with you, me, and Roddy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and, and, and the big, th- and remember, originally, put me in a big studio. Nobody put me in, uh, Actual mm-hmm. studio, but it didn't work out. No stuff like that. Yeah, and so we're like, all right, we could do it on Anchor and everything. You know, shot Anchor putting out good podcasts. You know, daily, so it works out. So basically, um, we were just trying to come up with topics where we could talk about things like that on a Premier Boy podcast. And the crazy thing is, right? Yeah, with the way that whole situation was situated, we had um. It was really two versions of the Premier Boys podcast, just like there was two versions of, of Teddy Overload. Yeah, you know we had we started off doing like just us, you, me, and Roddy, and everything like that, and the vibe was good. You know, 
Um, and we kept meeting up to do that. But then once again, COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> and now we're regulated to the house and everything like that. And that's when we had the quarantine series. Series. Went right with that, you know. And even though, like, honestly, I like the Premier Boy podcast with it because. It's like I don't feel like I'm out here doing an actual podcast. Like I'm out here just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what I'm saying? And we just ch- talking and chatting it up about different uh, different um, subjects. You know, so that was a big thing. Um, we kind of hooked up the game a little bit better at the end of the quarantine series. Yeah, add that to the add the addition of Alvin in there. You know. Yeah, we had him. We had him in. A, we had him. In a, we had him in the one year anniversary episode of the Premier Web Podcast. Yeah, and he just came on as a guest. Yeah, he was just as a guest. You just gonna do the guest spots real quick and then keep it pushing. But what he was talking about in the content, what he was bringing, was like really dope. Yeah. You know, like nah, we gotta keep him. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like we, plus we were with, but plus he. We were a part of Blazer Click, like why not? You know, yeah, that whole that this it, it came like that's when everything I feel like came full circle. You yeah. come over with Blaze Up Click, right? And then now we doing all this other stuff, and he wasn't really, and I wish he was, but he wasn't yeah. really just doing the whole promotion between the promotion, yeah, arc, you know. And now you're getting into the podcast arc, and now here you're back again, you know, yeah. Like fun fact, like fun fact, he was a radio host at NYU. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. The really Illy brothers, you know. Shout yeah. out to, shout out to them for that. Shout out to LIU. You know what I'm saying? That was a big thing. Yeah, LIU. Yeah. Funny thing though, fun fact about LIU, I um, was it that beat? Welcome to college. I did the welcome to college beat in LIU. I did that. Oh wow! Beat. Oh oh wow! I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, that that whole beat was made in LIU. Oh, we I was there from like I was in there from like six to like one a.m. and oh, LIU wow. making that beat, you know, and it was crazy because that's when I was one of the first times I was making like actual beats in a real ass studio. You know mm. what I'm saying? Nice. It was it was wild official? You know, I definitely got on my game. I definitely got in my bag on that one. You know, so it was dope. Yeah. Um, as far as the Premier Boys podcast was after Alvin got on, like JR would say, you know, business definitely picked up. It, it did, it did slowly, especially, especially when we had the RB is dead episode. That episode shoot, was our biggest episode to this day. It's through one of our biggest episodes to this day. <laughs> it's through one of our biggest episodes, like, and know, that's what it was, did. you know. Um, I felt like this, right? Like we have our views and thoughts on a lot of things, you know, and you can't really hear that too good while we're promoting, and we really didn't put it in our music like that, you know. Yeah. So when it came down to it, we was um, I got put it. We that the whole podcast situation gave us a a platform to actually, you know. Put out our stuff now. Granted, yeah. we were doing Blaze Up TV, which was dope at oh, yeah, that time. Fact, fact, we was, yeah, we was. This was a little different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This was like a different vibe, you know. So that's why that's why I kind of respect this this version of us a lot more 
than the promoter version because the promoter version we were still doing we was like in the middle of this and the whole turn up vibe you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's like now we know what we got to do and now you know it's just a matter of us getting there and doing it you know yeah yeah um i'm heavily looking forward to season two yeah me too uh, but but one thing that happened is y'all haven't checked out is y'all living under the rock y'all haven't checked out the season one finale dj retro left the show and it left all of us shocked and oh that i don't we, we haven't really spoke about this yet how do you feel about him leaving how he the way, the, the, the way he left i should say um that could have been done in a text Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Here's my thing with Roddy. I got love for the homie Roddy. You know what I'm saying? We've been rocking for like damn near 20 years. That is my bro to the fullest. Having said all that, I um I feel like you know, you don't wait till the end of a season finale to be like, yo, I'm out and we don't give you no talk time. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, if you listen closely to the podcast, right? I'm like, what do you think, Roddy? You know, where are we at with it, right? You know what I'm saying? So for me. I'm like, if you go and handle certain things, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. But that shit should be handled in the text. I agree. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the fact um, that everything that everything that he was doing in that episode, from that episode and the last episode before that, was very unprofessional for me, man. I was, I was just like, yo, what you doing, son? Yeah, like, like we get to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? However, you know, I'm an understanding guy. You know what I'm saying? As everybody knows. I'm an understanding guy. I might not give a fuck all the time. I am an understanding guy. Here's my proposition for Roddy. And I really hope you're listening to this. And we're going to get into this right now anyway. Because, you know, it's just me. Yeah. Oh, but before we get to the... um, but Even though Roddy is through working with me for a little bit on the old school show. Even though I, t- I try to bring it up to him. Like, yo, what, what, why, why you left the show? Like, I don't want to talk about that. Let's just do this in the I'm out. I'm like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> Like, he gotta do it. I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, okay, Roddy. I'm like, okay. I'm like, wow. I'm like, yeah. oh, Roddy. He just gone savage, man. He just hopefully That's crazy, bro. This is why we gonna announce this here. Season two, February eleventh, new new day, Wednesdays, every Wednesday now, February eleventh, premiere with podcast season two starts. You're also, know. we back with oh, it. Also, we are we, we are looking for a, we are looking for a host. For season two to replace Roddy, yeah, yeah but, yo. but you can but, you get but, a host. We we need somebody that's energetic that you will be able to jump out, jump out the page with us, you know, and actually, you know, contribute to this journey that we're on called the Premier Boys Podcast. Yeah, and also, you know, Miss Malamazel, you want to come back to the show? If you want a job as a full time host, let me know. If you got an opening? No, we got an opening. <laughs> but. You know, but 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 before we go over overboard, you say you got a proposition for her. Okay. So during this quarantine, during uh, specifically during this whole Premier Boys podcast season one, season two break, one thing I actually wanted to get into was doing my own podcast. Mm. Right. Nice. So I'm announcing right here on Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast TV that Kink Talk. With Aaron Sands is coming soon. It's a nice. brand new podcast with yours truly, Aaron Sands, only Aaron Sands, giving you basically, you know, let me hear 15, 20, 15, 20 minutes of your day. I give you my thoughts on today's current topics, popular topics, you know, 
um, current events, you know, things like that. You know, I'll give you my two cents on that. Basically, things that we don't touch in Premier Boys podcast, we will definitely be touching mm. on um, King Talk with Aaron Sands. Also, I'll be giving advice for those, you know, who might be going through it, those who are going through relationship stuff that might, you know, being the fact that I'm the only one in the Premier Boys podcast who's acting in an active relationship right now. I feel mm. like I'm able to give you that, give you a little bit of, drop a couple of gems on you on your daily travels. So, yes, that's King Talk with Aaron Sands coming soon right through Mr. Gentleman Podcast Network. But before I get into that, I do want to pose a proposition for the boy Roddy. I know you've been feeling away. And I'm, just, I'm not even talking about talking to you right now. Okay, I'm looking right at the camera I'm talking to Roddy. I know you've been feeling away about this. You know what I'm saying? About that abrupt departure from the Premier Voice podcast. You know, I know you've been in your feelings. I know I've, I've been seeing it. You know, I've been seeing it seep from your pores. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Me, what I'm willing to do, I'm willing to give you a platform. I'm, I'm going to be willing to give you not a platform, but an opportunity mm. to tell us what the hell was that at the end of season one. You know what I'm saying? So, for the first episode of, of the King Talk with Aaron Sands, I'm willing to open my platform up for you to come on and speak out. Why'd you leave us like that, man? Mm. What's going on? You know, what was the reasons? You know, we could talk about it as bros. This ain't going to be a regular interview. It's just going to be a conversation. One on one, you and me, we could talk about it. You know, I extend that invitation and I'll extend it up until the premiere of King Talk with Aaron Sands. Mm. So it's up to the balls in your court. You could you already know how you reach me. You know, we could talk about it on text or we could talk about it on the platform, you know? So I really would love to I really I really would love to have you on this show, man. So we could sit down and discuss this. Then maybe we could come to terms, you know? Jeez, man. Yeah, yeah, I hear it here first. Mr. Aaron Sands presents King Talk Podcast. New podcast coming real soon. DJ Retro, he he invites you on the show, man. You, you better answer back. Calling you out. He calling you out, man. I, I by the way, I am also, I'm an executive producer of King Talk, so I, I got I got the um, you know take got the honor to you know helping him with the show. And y'all won't, y'all won't see my camera. Y'all won't see my camera, but I, but I can't wait for the show to drop. I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, you know, man. we we gonna have real conversations, man. Like everybody wanna. Every, I feel like this, right? Everybody want to get interviewed, right? But nobody wants to have a conversation, especially right now when we're mm. so divisive. Nobody was wants to have to sit down and have that conversation and be like, "Well, listen, this is you know, this is what it is. What can we do to get you know what I'm saying?" Nobody want to have that sit down and just talk. I'm willing to have to sit down. You know, are you? Mm. Well, yo, retro, hit him up. But yo, before we go, we're gonna we're gonna oh. play us. Quick, quick thing though. You yeah, said yeah. something on Facebook that wrote me the wrong way. Wait, what yeah. I said? Oh. You, I was on Facebook chilling and smoking, minding my business, right? And you, it was a question you posed, and it, it kind of got the, it kind of rubbed me a little bit. You were like, if you had given your opportunity 
if given an opportunity, would you start your own podcast? Would you, if somebody gave you an opportunity to start your own podcast, would you do it? Or would you let fear take over you? And I feel like mm. that was kind of a loaded question. Mm. I feel like that was a loaded question. You know what I'm saying? We, we, I feel like, granted, with the podcast situation, and I'm dealing with this now because I'm starting my own, um, it's not much more about the fear, you know? It's more the preparation, mm. you know? You know, if you do a podcast, eventually you'll get people where hear you and do, you know, and hear you out on it on said podcast, right? Yeah. But nobody really understands the method it takes to prepare and set up for just the first episode. Trust me, son. Two years ago, as of this Wednesday, you know, two year anniversary of Mr. Jam Light Podcast is um, this Wednesday. You know, me preparing for my first. You remember, you 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 remember? Remember, I talked to you about my first episode, and that that was a scary journey, son. You know, a lot of things went to my head. You know, didn't think people would listen. People will how people think about me, and you know, stuff like that. But I managed to get it through, and it's not an easy job. It's not an easy job, but. Yeah, but um, what I talk about for that, for that, let me talk about that status real quick. That status was more towards like people who, who is like artists and who want to expand their brand, who don't want to, who choose not to. You know, that was the opportunity for that. You know, it wasn't, the, it wasn't for those who want to start a podcast. It wasn't for those who, who, who keep crying about, oh, I'm gonna open my, I'm gonna open a new, I'm gonna open, expand my brand into, into music and stuff like that. But choose not to. But you to stay in the same place. That was that was that that was about. You know, so I want to clear it up. You know, and okay. I glad I glad I glad I glad you brought it up, bro. I glad you brought I, it up. I seen it. I was like, you know what? Nah, I could just easily write under this post, you know, and then start some social media shit. And then I thought, Ron, you're not even a social media guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're more old school. You know, you got an interview with this dude coming up soon, right? Pull up on him there. See what happens. See what he says. Let's talk about it, and that's honestly that's what King Talk with Aaron Sanders is all about. Exactly, that, that was a little preview. That, that was a little okay. preview of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, there's gonna be a section called "Shit That Rubbed Me the Wrong Way." You know what mm. I'm saying? And it's gonna be shit. It's gonna be about stuff that rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, we're gonna have main topics that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we might talk about politics. Yeah, I might talk about sports. Yeah, I might talk about my nets. You know what I'm saying? But also, there's going to be some things that I see on a book or I see on a gram, like these bum-ass influencers, mm. you know what I'm saying, which I'm going to get into, you know, that rubs me the wrong way. And I'm going to speak on it. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. But, yo, before we go, we're going we to we we play a little game, a little short game called five, well, three random topics. Well, I think three topics and you, you discuss it. On a short okay. and long response, yeah. So I'm gonna give you three topics, right? All right first one is what is your favorite thing about the club? <laughs> you try to get me in trouble on this fucking podcast. <laughs> my girl don't hear this shit. Um, all right. One of my favorite things about the club, right? Think about it like this: you work like 40, 50 hours a week, right? Doing whatever it is you do. You know what I'm saying? Um, my work is kind of strenuous for the most part. Yeah. So after a hard week of working and grinding and getting this paper, you know what I'm saying? You want to do some things to unwind. You know what I'm saying? You want to do some things to chill, to let that edge off. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, you can do it at home, you know, but then you're always home. You know, 
for me personally, the best part about the club is the fact that I get to turn up with my bros. You know mm. what I'm saying? Nice, I get to turn nice. up with my bros and get this money. Yeah, I got there's some baddies in that club, bro. Let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? There are some baddies. But, you know, at the same time, I get the chance to chill with my bros and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big thing for me. I Next one. <laughs> Donald Trump. Fuck that nigga. Deuces. <laughs> nah, I, bro. Nah. Like, that ass though. Like, I hate. All right. I'm not just as mad. I'm not mad about Donald Trump as I'm mad about his followers. Mm. Now, if you would have said Donald Trump followers, I would have had a story for that. But Donald <laughs> Trump as a man and as himself, as y'all president, fuck that nigga. He can suck a dick. You know what I'm saying? Straight up and down. I and last one. Give me one word of why people should listen to the Premier Web Podcast. Aaron Sands. What? <laughs> See this? <laughs> But honestly, I can't just give you one word. I give you one statement. We touch on topics that most podcasters don't. We say things that most podcasters won't. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's the truth. A lot of people love to skirt around the truth. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We between a combination of you, me, um, Alvin. And whoever's gonna, whoever the fuck gonna be on season two, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we give it to you raw, unadulterated, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, like that, that's, that, that'll be my one statement. We give it to them raw and unadulterated. So it's like, you know, if you wanna come there for some foo foo shit, you wanna go to a podcast where you got, you know, people are, you know, how I put it? People will tell you the shit that you want to hear because you like it. Yeah, go to that podcast. You want to hear some real truth shit, some real live truth shit? Come to us. You know, come to Premier Boy Podcast. Stop playing games. Hit that like and subscribe button. You know what I'm saying? And while you at it, hit that like and subscribe button for Mr. Ken's Ken, Mr. Gentleman's lifestyle podcast. Hit the like and subscribe button for that. And when it shit and when my shit gets on, King Talk with Aaron Sands, y'all better. Hit the like subscribe button for that too, or else y'all gonna be the next subject on my shit that I don't like section. Yes, and we're gonna end it here. You thank you, Mr. Sands, for coming on the show or Mr. Gemini like the Pocket TV. You already know, bro. We, we talk a lot. We, we will bring you back for it on you know the Royal Rumble prediction in two weeks. So you know. You already you know me. what it is. Roy rolled to WrestleMania. Always fucked yeah. up the rumble. You know what I'm saying? You got the head Back. of the table out here. The <laughs> chief. Roman Reigns yeah. out here. Yeah, we title again. Yeah, Roman, Kevin Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens. We got Drew versus Goldberg. Maybe, Goldberg. May, 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 maybe it, it drew COVID is it, COVID free by then. So Pray, for Pray for him. Pray for him. Pray for that COVID. Yeah, and we don't know any. We don't know all of the rest of the matches yet. But we wouldn't. We wouldn't know by you know when it's close to the event. So we'll do that. So you ain't no bro. Drop your social media where everybody can reach you. You already know what it is. You can follow me at um, Aaron Sands Premier. That's A-A-R-O-N-S-A-N-D-S-P-R-E-M-I-E-R-E. That's on the gram. Also, you can follow my um, photography brand, Shot by Sands, at S-H-O-T-B-Y-S-A-N-D-S. 
Those are two brands that you can't forget because I'm all over the place on IG, also on Facebook, all that other good shit. I ain't doing the Snapchat shit because I love my relationship. Mm. Right, don't forget, Pamela Pocket Season 2, February 11th. Season yep, two. the real is back. You already know what it is. That's yeah, that's the mile for the season. The real is back. And that's what it's going to be. Also, look out for us. King Talk with Mr. Aaron Sands coming soon. We will mm-hmm. be, we, we be dropping soon. Hopefully, no foo shit, no frills. Just me and a mic. Twenty minutes, dope ass topics, real ass shit too. Yes, and thank you, and we be right back. Those. All right, guys. So what you just heard was an excellent interview with me and Kenneth Gentleman, just hashing it out on all all kinds of topics. You know, hopefully, I could get them on the show on King Talk sometime in the future. Hopefully, for the end of the season, only time will tell. Stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, you can follow me on my Instagram at Aaron Sands Premier. That's A A R O N S A N D S P R E M I E R E. New episodes of King Talk coming next Friday. Stay tuned for that. It's your boy Aaron Sands. We out of here. The following songs being played on this podcast, we do not own the rights to.
Jump.